the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. The Texas abortion law is once again being enforced. Earlier this week, a federal judge suspended it. But last night, a federal appeals court temporarily allowed the law to resume. Convictions in the college admissions scandal. A federal jury has found two businessmen guilty. Gamal Abdulaziz and John Wilson were convicted by a Boston jury of bribing and cheating to get their kids into elite universities. Abdulaziz was charged with paying $300,000 to get his daughter into the University of Southern California as a basketball recruit, even though she didn't make it onto her high school's varsity team. Wilson was accused of paying $220,000 to have his son recruited to USC as a water polo player and an additional $1 million to buy slots for his twin daughters at Harvard and Stanford. That's Jennifer King reporting. This is SRN News. Mark Levin talks 2024. Joe Biden is a human pandemic and a human wrecking ball. His ratings are starting to suffer. The problem is I don't think he's going to run for a second term. You want to know why? I honestly believe his, his mental situation will be so bad that it's simply not possible that even the Democrats will move him aside. For the Churchill of our time, Kamala Harris. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, glad to have you along today. High of 81 today, thunderstorms likely tonight, and a chance of thunderstorms tomorrow. We're spicing things up here at The Patriot. Register once a day at am1280thepatriot.com for your chance to win a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree and a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers. The Narn with Mitch Berg continues. On AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Wind Beneath the Right Wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The show that's been encouraging Brandon since the very beginning and maybe even before. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, crawling toward its 20th anniversary on the C-list of Twin Cities news and politics blogs, along with uh, my good friend Mr. D and First Ringer, dominating the middle of the pack for quite some time. Unlike this broadcast, which has been dominating all Twin Cities media, really daytime, nighttime, weekdays, TV, print, whatever, they're all chasing after us. Myself, Jack Tomzak, who's coming up uh, next hour here on the AM12A The Patriot, Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3 on AM12A The Patriot, the the closer edition. And, of course, King Banyan and his uh, show on economics, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM1440, The Businessmen. Together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, crushing all in our uh, all in our path for going on 18 years now. That's a generation. And still having fun doing it. So great to see you all last Wednesday at the Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala, where one of the subjects was the, the marshalling of federal power against all those ordinary parents who are just have had enough and don't want to take anymore. And we've got a, a, a small assortment of them with us uh, from Stillwater here, uh, from, from Stillwater. We're talking uh, with the folks from Rescue Our Schools, uh, dealing with trying to rescue the schools in the greater Stillwater area. I'm joined by uh, three guests, parents from the Stillwater area who 
well, they've had enough and aren't taking it anymore. Uh, we'll start with Dee Dee Armstrong. Dee Dee, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Uh, I've splendid. The worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air. I can say that. And I've had some very good days off the air, and yet it's never quite this cool. <laughs> Dee Dee, tell us a little bit about yourself, briefly. Very briefly, um, I live in the Stillwater Area District. Dis- the district is a super long rectangle. Yes. So I live down in the Afton area. Um, so I'm not Stillwater proper, but I've been engaged with um, what's going on with the schools and the school board itself. Um, I think this is our my sixth year. Okay, and it, everything's just got to be a little bit different out there, doesn't it? <laughs> Up next, Sandra, Sandy Hayner joins us. I got that right, right? Yes, you did. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Just introduce yourself to the crowd here. All right. Um, I am a mother of four, and um, I actually homeschool my kids, and we've been at that for a while now. And so <clears throat> the reason I got involved in uh, what was going on in public education is I went to school for teaching, right? So I have my teaching degree. And um, when my oldest um, expressed that uh, he felt like the school was sucking out his soul, (laughs) I had to take a look at what his complaints were. And in doing so, discovered a lot of things about the way public education works that made me uncomfortable. So when things blew up in Stillwater, I felt like letting people know – what's going on that maybe they weren't aware of. It's amazing how many teachers have arrived. I mean, uh, my dad was a teacher and the best one who ever lived. Both of my grandparents, two of my grandparents on my mother's side were teachers. My little sister's a teacher. And yet all of, well, my grandparents uh, never really saw what happened. But Mm -hmm. even my father, who has been a Democrat voter since Ike, uh, is getting disgusted with things right now. We'll come back to that in a moment here. And of course, uh, Jessica Johnson joins us here. Jessica, uh, introduce yourself to the audience. Um. I'm Jessica Johnson, currently running as a write-in candidate in Independent School District 834. Uh, My husband of 19 years and our four children live in the district. Uh, My kids are spread out, some in public school, some private, and one homeschooled. Okay. Um, My educational background is social uh, social studies with a degree in law enforcement. Okay, so a, a wide variety of backgrounds, a wide variety of stories. Let's tell us uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on right now. You are involved in trying to make some changes at the Stillwater uh, Public School District. Let's start with a little bit of the background. What is wrong in Stillwater? We'll start with you, Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I think it's a shorter list to say what's going right. Fair enough. And we can, we only got time. We, we've only got to half an hour, 40 minutes here. So let's let's start with the biggest of the presenting problems we're dealing with in I Stillwater. Think, I think academics is, for me, um, the largest issue. Our academic reading scores for third grade, which is a state-required yep. m- measurement. Ha- the last time the taxpayers gave the money was 2013, yep. and our reading rate was at 74%. Yep. They're asking, for us mo- they're asking taxpayers for money now. Our reading rate is at 51%. And Stillwater used to be one of those districts that used exactly. to say, look at our school, kind of like Edina used to yes. be once upon a time. For those of us old enough to remember, mm-hmm. when Edina's big calling card was at schools. And I, I know, and I, I live in St. Paul, and I wound up pulling my kids out of the public school system in seventh and eighth grade, respectively, because it, it, it was, it was even then, things were circling the drain. Back exactly. Then. The focus seems to have gone off of core academics of reading writing and arithmetic and they've gone off in the ditch somewhere and and what has replaced it on the main road uh sandy hayner is Um, is is part of the problem as well here well it looks like i mean from what we can tell there's a lot of this social emotional um focus that seems to be going on and so now i'm triggered being yeah (laughs) right (laughs) um very concerned about what kids are thinking rather than just teaching them to think in the first place Yeah, critical thinking is out the window, and uncritical acceptance of of the current well, the the current narrative seems to have taken over. And and seeing some of the things you 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 brought in one of the the for lack of a better term, CRT uh, textbooks that isn't called, it's, you dare not say its name in the district. It doesn't really exist, Winston. But uh, but this is has taken over for what we used to expect kids to learn in school. Diane, you are running for school board. You are, uh, you are do I get the name right? Jessica. Jessica. You look like someone I know who's <laughs> named Diane. And it's that's all it takes these days. Jessica Johnson. I used to work with the Diane Johnson, who you look very much a dead ringer for. But anyway, so Jessica Johnson, you are running as a write-in candidate uh, for the school board uh, in, in Stillwater. First of all, the opening is, is one of two things being decided in the special election coming up in Stillwater. 
what's with the opening? Why did why did the person you're trying to repl- uh, replace uh, leave the school board? Well, it's my understanding that she felt pressured um, and that she couldn't do uh, good for the children and that her voice didn't matter. Um, I became more active as I started to watch the accountability in children fall dramatically, um, most recently with the COVID pandemic and oh the lack of um, teacher <clears throat> teachers in, in the Zoom meetings, I should say, oh. and um, the overextension of school homework due dates and the ability for them to retake tests um, indefinitely. And and the fact that just so even with those lax standards, so many kids just disappeared completely. I mean, the, the St. Paul district mm-hmm. can't account for some amazing, mm-hmm. depressing percentage of the children. That's granted St. Paul, but Stillwater, a relatively, generally speaking, well-to-do suburban district where people move because they want a good school district for their children, D.D. Armstrong, has far been far from immune to this pressure, uh, and and yet and things were sliding even before the pandemic hit. Yeah, that I think that a lot of um, people like to use the excuse, "Oh, well, there was a pandemic and we were on shutdown." Well, our our reading rate was at fifty seven percent before the pandemic. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's not it's not you cannot place blame on that. It is that we failed. As adults, we had a failure in teaching. Yeah, and this broadcast was talking about the, the uh, but, but back before it was called CRT, uh, groups like Pacific Consulting Group were coming to schools, and, and they're in schools all over the Twin Cities metro area. Pacific Consulting, which was pushing CRT back when most people couldn't even spell it. I mean, but before it had an official fun three-letter acronym. They were, they, they were the people who said, you can't discipline minority children in schools anymore because it's all disproportionate, it's all racist, and, and you pretty much need to let people do whatever they feel like doing, which I know, uh, Sandy, sparked an awful lot of people to 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 follow your route, get out of out of the schools, in many cases, homeschooling, if they had the option, uh, school choice uh, to the extent that it exists, going into charter schools, private schools, if you can afford it. And many people go through immense sacrifices to do that. I know a lot of Stillwater parents five years ago were pulling their kids out and putting them into charter schools in the greater Stillwater area here. Was there any, did, did your kids start in the public school and then you decide to pull them out and homeschool or what's your, what's your story? Uh, yes, mine started out, I mean, the, you know, by 17 through 11 years old, right? So we got four of them in there. So <clears throat> I had a couple in school and yeah, we, so we started out in public school. We were always going to have the same schedule because I was going to my summers off and, you oh. know, we had it all planned out. And yeah, none of that, it, which is great. I'm, I'm much happier in this situation. But oh, yeah, um, yeah we, we definitely started out that way. And yes, in Stillwater, we do have um, charter schools. And so those have been filling up. And, you know, they passed a bond in 2015 and promised all kinds of things for all the schools. And then they, you know, had a bait and switch. And then the three schools were closed. So we lost even more kids to charter schools and private oh, yeah. schools, which meant, right, then we have even less dollars to work with. And yet um, the spending on salaries keeps going up. Yeah. And and our academics are going down, but when you know you're talking about the, um, you know, moving away from academics, yeah. when we have been bringing up for years the issues with academics, we keep getting these really feelsy, flowery responses about, well, but the kids feel really good, and we've got these clubs, and we've got this, and and th- that's great, right? Yeah. Nobody's against those things, except that. Um, we can outsource those. We can find those resources another way. I can't even get a, a kid to sign up for a club if they don't know how to read the registration form and how to fill it out. So when we're saying it's okay that kids can't read because like they feel really good about it, I don't think that's um, I don't think that's academic justice. So yeah. when we're so concerned about training our teachers, we just found out that our union is is intending to hijack some of the. Uh, QComp dollars, which is a, a special funding through the state. Oh, yeah. And they want to train their teachers in on more state and national social justice efforts. When when the board passed it, they talked about how it would be used on academics and raising our literacy. And you find out that behind the scenes, that is not the conversation that is actually um, having and, <laughs> and place. Oh, yeah. And, and I know that when I was going through this this same kind of uh, struggle do i keep my kids in the school district that i grew up in that, that my that my relatives my parents my uh, da- taught or father taught in uh, back when things were very very different i i, I think it, it, it's not like i think i'm enough of a conspiracy theorist to think that they're trying to build a permanent uh, uneducated underclass to serve as a bunch of uh, droogs to uh, serve as cannon fodder intellectually speaking through throughout society but if they were 
Mm-hmm. Using that as their goal, uh, Jessica. I don't know what they'd be doing any differently here. So uh, <laughs> let's. We, we're up against a break here, and we have so much. I'm about one third of the way through my agenda here, so we may have to stretch this out here. But uh, if you have questions or comments for our folks from uh, Rescue Our Schools, I got the title. Rescue right. Public Education. Rescue Public. Okay, so even bigger. Mm-hmm. Rescue Public Education. D.D. Armstrong, uh, Sandy uh, Hayner, and uh, Jessica Johnson. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call if you have questions, comments. Uh, looking for any more information. Let's talk more a little bit about rescuing public education and how parents can get involved, not only in Stillwater, but but everywhere. When we come back, let's take a quick break. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Or join us on Twitter, uh, BeWe, or Parlor or Gab at hashtag Narn Show. Go know. We'll be right back. sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. From director Clint Eastwood comes Cry Macho, the story of being lost. You want me to go down there and kidnap him? Please. And found. Don't miss the Salem Radio Cry Macho sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win $1,000, a Clint Eastwood DVD library, and more. See Cry Macho in theaters and HBO Max. Now playing. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com slash macho. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Hi, John Wichko here, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. I'd like to talk local, Minnesota local. I was born and raised right here in Rosemount and have spent my entire life in Minnesota. I'm proud that we're a local family-owned company. It really frosts me when national glass companies based in other states and owned by a foreign conglomerate try to say they're local. Advantage Auto Glass has been local, Minnesota local, for over 20 years. We'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives, and we'll fix your chipped or cracked windshield right the first time. Advantage Auto Glass has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. If you call your agent or claims line first, make sure to tell them you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass, your real local, Minnesota local installer, and no one else. Or you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. For tips, mix, or cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments for rescue public education. Hey, don't forget the latest Clint Eastwood uh, film, Cry Macho, is in theaters as we speak, and we want to celebrate in a special way. You can register every day at am12athepatriot.com for a chance to win. How much stuff? $1,000 in cash and a quality brown suede jacket just like the one Clint wears in the film, and it's awesome. And perhaps the top of the crop for the whole prize thing, 
A Clint Eastwood 40 Film Collector's Edition box set. I'm on right there. I just want, I don't care about the contest. I want to get the box set and a Fandango movie gift card. Uh, all you got to do is go to am12athepatriot.com. Register every day between now and, uh, well, another couple days here for the Cry Macho Sweepstakes, the best prize we have given away ever if you're a Clint Eastwood fan. 651-289-4488, uh, the number to call. So we've talked about the background of the issue going on in Stillwater right now. And you have done, the three of you, uh, Jessica, Sandy, and, uh, and Didi, are doing what citizens are supposed to do in America, exercising your First Amendment rights, bringing your grievances to the elected body of officials whose job it is to listen to those grievances. Uh, and you've got this, I'm, I'm presuming, just from the urgency of the situation, that you do not get the response from the Stillwater School Board that you thought. Uh, Jessica, you are shaking your head rather avidly. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what happened. That's one of the reasons that I've chose to um, put my voice out there for people to use um, to represent their beliefs. I felt when I went to the school board meetings that no one was listening to me, um, that they would do anything they could to mute anything that I had to say, and I saw that as a commonality. We filled the room and were treated as if we were the minority, and I, I don't believe that we are. That sounds like every St. Paul school board meeting I've ever been to, but then you get used to that in St. Paul. Stillwater, another whole story. Uh, Dee Dee, your, your, your story as well here. I mean, you, you went to the school board, and what happened? Well, um, I think for a long time, the school district all over the state, the country, have enjoyed a certain amount of we do what we want, everybody believes the schools are wonderful. Oh, yeah. And um, for about six years, the Stillwater School District has been in a little bit of a tumult, and um, now they're asking for a tax levy. And so we uh, were at the school board meeting again, which we've been there for six years. Oh, yeah. But we were holding signs that said, vote no. Yeah. And um, the board chair did not like that these signs were in this meeting right. and um, first told us that w they weren't allowed and that um, we would be ruled out of order if we kept our signs up. And um, then the police were already in the room. They had called them previous to us even arriving. Um, and then <laughs> they uh, threatened us with we'd be ruled out of order. And then um, we'd be escorted from the building by the police. And to their immense credit, the police gave a response that I think restored a little bit of my faith in life in America. The response, Dee Dee, was? Correct. The, the, um, we got ruled um, that we were out of order and needed to be leaving the building because we wouldn't put our signs down. They were, we were children, sitting, too. Yeah, we were sitting children. silently <laughs> yes. holding signs, sitting, yeah. holding signs. And uh, the police officer came to the front of the room when he was summoned, and he said, um, you can end the meeting as board chair, but I am not taking away anybody's signs, and I am not taking them out of a public <laughs> meeting for holding signs. Yeah, that would be a civil liberties lawsuit just waiting to descend on them. And I'm glad to hear the Stillwater police at least have their heads in the right place, as opposed to the school board, Sandy. Your story, perhaps a little less heartwarming in its denouement. You, you, your, your family got into the thick of things here. Describe what happened when you went to the school board. So uh, same meeting, right? We The board chair got everybody all revved up about these signs. So we had vote no signs and those were not allowed, but the vote yes buttons that the teachers and their supporters are wearing were totally fine. Oh, yeah. Um, and so when the open forum started, the camera angle was such that you could see the vote no signs behind the teacher, um, you know, who's up there with the flowers and the unicorns and everything's wonderful. Right. Um, and so they did not like that. So some teachers from the back of the room came up to stand to create basically a human wall to block um, the view of these signs, but also to block our view of the actual meeting. In the midst of that crew, um, there was a, a woman who's a substitute teacher in Stillwater. Her husband then took it upon himself to move big, giant, um, like rolling whiteboard equipment. Right. And in doing, in order to create a bigger wall, right, to really block it off, which yeah. is insane. Uh, in doing so, he um, hit, uh, kind of ran past two of my daughters, pushed past them 
twice. The third time he came through with the whiteboard. And so one of mine was pinned between a brick wall and this um, and, and him, right, trying to move this whiteboard. So she's, you know, trying to get his attention that he's hurting her. My other daughter had room to, to wiggle over. He's not listening. So, you know, people sort of jump up and get this man's attention. And he doesn't say, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry I didn't see you. And instead, he's looking at my daughter, telling her while smiling, I didn't do what we're watching him actively do. Then oh. he's trying to intimidate her, and he's staring her down. And a friend of mine who is also my daughter's coach, um, you know, he stood up and, and blocked that view and, you know, had said, like, you like pushing little girls, right? Try doing that to an adult, see how that goes. And so the guy did. So he full-on assaults it, right? So, um, And so the, there's another hullabaloo. And, and the thing is, is that in both of those incidents, number like the, the board chair threw a fit about um, the signs silently being held, but not when the teachers create a disturbance, not when this man grabs equipment and is moving it around, not when the kid gets hurt, right? Oh, yeah. Their and party, then, their and rules. And then not when, you know, he now assaults another man. She does not um, even pause the meeting she tells us to sit down and be quiet and so you know people are really upset at, at the blatant disregard for you know being upset over a silent sign versus um letting this guy get a pass because he supports the levy and he supported her campaign anyway end of end of the day he has a fifth degree assault um chart or a citation and um and and still no mention i i sent an email asking is 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 this man trespass from meetings? Are these meetings safe to go to? And then I was I, I was not given an answer on that. Please tell me someone videotaped this altercation. Indeed he did. Indeed he did. <laughs> I did. Yes. yes. I'm going to have to have your people call my people. Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you, this this story just keeps on going. We, we're going to need to uh, – can you guys stick around for another segment or so here? Sure. Because sure. this just keeps going. We, I want to go to the phones here real quick. Uh, let's start in Minneapolis with Patricia. Welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the line with Dee, Sandy, yeah. and uh, Jessica. Go right ahead. Yes, hi. Um, and, uh, Mitch, I hope that you could have the two candidates running in Edina for school board that are of the same like as the, the guests that you have on right now. Have their people call my people. The, uh, the, the, we'll, we'll open up some time for them, absolutely. So question or comment for our represent, uh, folks from Stillwater here. Yes, and I'm a former teacher, and I ended up pulling my one son out of school. He said he was in special ed for 16 years, he could not, he could barely print his first name. And what you were talking about before was, oh, just let him, you know, be okay. Don't don't push him too hard because he might feel bad about himself. And I'm going, he needs to read and write. And, but they didn't want him to do this. And then finally I pulled him out and I taught him that. And then there's a post-secondary thing that they can do with kids um, with disabilities and the state pays for it. They wanted to have him for that, so I sent him there for a while, a couple of months, and then they were treating him so kindly that he thought he was disabled. Oh, wow. He is disabled, but I never thought that, you know, I pushed him as a teacher. I pushed him until I felt he couldn't do it. Not that he wouldn't, but that he couldn't. His capability was more important to me than his feelings. And uh, because he wouldn't do fractions, he was grounded for three days, sat on the couch, Finally gets up and goes, oh, okay, I'll try fractions. I said, what changed your mind? You grounded me from life. And you touch, By the way, Patricia, we are up against a break. Thank you for your call. You touch on something that I think is extremely important. It's been a big issue of mine ever since I pulled my son out of uh, junior high in St. Paul. And that boys learn differently than girls. And with all due respect to, to, to women, I mean, I mean, my mother was one of them. Uh, the, the, their learning <laughs> styles are different. And boys are competitive, and they like to, to, they like to try it. I mean, stereotypically they like to surpass standards and and boys like to compete with each other even when it comes to learning how to read faster and that is not something that is stressed at all i mean we are essentially designing a system to leave half of society behind and and i called this out when my son was a seventh grader and running into the early versions of this same exact feelings-based verbal uh, approach to all education which really does neutralize all the all the all the traits of being a young male Dee, Dee you are shaking your head I, I'm shaking my head because you said you know we're we might be leaving 50% behind uh-huh. uh, the people who become teachers yeah. are the people who succeeded in the system exactly. so they keep the system going exactly as it was and more and more people don't 
Which yeah. is another huge subject that needs a whole another segment, an hour to talk about. We want to focus on still water, know, and it's important. Sorry. And you're here doing <laughs> something. And you're here doing something. And I'm hoping my little sister, special ed teacher, very conservative uh, woman, along with her whole family, including all four of her kids, and uh, and two, three grandkids now. And and it's interesting. I was out there last summer talking with my sister, and they're you know they live in Billings, Montana, stereotypically red place, and they're being overwhelmed with people from California, and they're having a many of the same complaints that you all have about Stillwater in Billings, Montana right now, and to the point where they've taken their youngest and moved her out to one district further. And I've told her, it's time for you and all your neighbors, all of your your good Republican voting, uh, red, gun-toting rancher neighbors... To get involved in politics, they people out there treat politics like conservatives everywhere do, uh, and and real people everywhere do, like like ibuprofen, something you only do when you absolutely need it, a necessary evil for those moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Jessica, you are putting your money where your mouth is on this, and, and actually running as a write-in candidate for the school board. We'll talk about that. Uh, in a moment here, but uh, we're up against a break here. We'll keep you for for at least another segment here. But uh, is there any place where people can go to find out more about you, you all, about Rescue Our Schools? Uh, I will. We'll, you're, you're all pointing to each other sure. here. Let's Sandy, go <laughs> okay. for it. Um, so you can go to rescuepubliceducation.com and learn more about you know some of these bigger bigger issues that are going on. We also have a Facebook page called the same thing. Um, and then there's also you know there is a vote no committee in Stillwater for the levy, and so that is um, vote no eight thirty four dot com. Vote no eight thirty four dot com. Yes, so people can get involved and share that way. And we will plug all those later, as well as uh, post them at shotinthedark.info when I get a moment to to go typing here. So stick around for that. Let's do another segment with rescue. Public Education, Dee Dee, Sandy, and Jessica. We'll talk about what you all could do in Stillwater or wherever you are when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. We're here with another satisfied JTR roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Do you love to cook or have a favorite blue ribbon dish? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning entry will receive a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers, a $1,400 value, and get a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once each day. So start cooking and enter now at am1280thepatriot.com slash recipes. You don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living. You're out and about making it happen. And sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork, you know, like bookkeeping and paying your taxes. It's easy to get behind on paying your taxes. It happens to the best of us. And you know what happens next. The big bad IRS comes knocking on your door. And when that happens, you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor. Let them do what they do best. Deal and negotiate with the IRS so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows. We are a 100% U.S.-based company, and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more. 800-917-8546. 800-917-8546. 800-917-8546. That's 800-917-8546. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack. Oh, Rack Shack barbecue. Make fresh daily care to you. 
1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, Freedom Insider is available for your subscription right now. Each and every morning, you'll get the Daybreak Insider, your first look of the day's top stories with a concise and focused form. With all that valuable conservative viewpoint, just after lunch, then you follow up with the Midday Insider. Latest rapid-fire details of the big issues and breaking news of the day, plus video clips from your favorite hosts. Only got a couple minutes to catch up on today's top stories before heading out to your commuter, maybe going out to a protest at the school board meeting. Anyway, Freedom Insider is here for you at am1280thepatriot.com. Use the keyword subscribe. Literally, all good things lead to am1280thepatriot.com. 651-289-4488. We're here with Save Public Education, D.D. Armstrong. Rescue Public Education. Rescue Public Education. <laughs> Rescue Public Education. Dee Dee Armstrong, uh, Sandy Hayner, and Jessica Johnson will uh, talk about what to do about this uh, fracas a little later on in the segment here. But uh, let's go back to the phones in Stillwater. Rory, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on uh, the show with uh, live and on the air with Rescue Public Education. Go ahead. Hi, guys. Hey, I'm just this question is for Jessica Johnson. I'm kind of wondering, since she's running for school board, where she stands on the levy um, in also to touch on the fact that while we can plainly see that the teachers are failing our students here, they're asking for more and more money, um, and maybe touch on some of the reasons why the people of Stillwater should vote no. Um, and I'll give one, you know, enrollment is way down. People are not sending their kids to this school now. So I'd like to hear Jessica's stance on that. And uh, I'd also like to say that I will be voting for Jessica, and I urge all, all the listeners to do the same. Bring friends to the polls, absolutely. Uh, Jessica Johnson, your response. Thanks, Rory. Um, on the levy, it's my position that the public education system should get all the money in the world, but not at the expense of our children. Um, from what I can tell, in 2013, the school district was given $12 million, and since then, our Literacy has gone down 25%. The costs that have been spent have gone to anybody but the students. In 2013, they spent an average of $28 per pupil. And it's my understanding that in the most recent 2020 numbers, they spent $29 per student. And that does not adjust for inflation. So none of that money has gone to the kids, as far as I can tell. Um, And then voting for me, I just want to point out that when you do go to the polls and you do get your ballot, you will have to write me in, Jessica L. Johnson, for school board. And we will uh, keep that password. By the way, if you are an alternative candidate for school, we do offer equal time. That's what we do here. Uh, 651-289-4488. Let's go back to Stillwater. Kiki joins us on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, Go right ahead. You're on the air. Hi, Emmett. You're the most amazing interviewer ever. You're so awesome. Why, thank you. I'm so glad I'm so glad you have these wonderful guests in today. So I live in Stillwater, and people think that a vote against Levy is a vote against the children, and I highly disagree with that. How do I change people's minds in my area? Thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Kiki. Anybody want to take that question here? Well, I mean, I heard a lot of that this morning. I was out at the farmer's market talking to some people there. And, um, you know, that's a common misnomer. People think if you're voting no, it's because you're anti-public education, you hate kids, and you're selfish and vengeful and whatnot. And it's just not true. A vote no in this situation is literally the only way to force the district to reprioritize academics. At some point, you know, I think Dee Dee's explained it before, is like enabling a gambler, you know. And so if they have so much money that they have all of these distractions and they've got all this money to blow on the distractions – at the expense of the core subjects, and it's we're failing these kids, right? This is this is not equitable. It is not fair. It is not justice. Then this is the way we've we've tried uh, talking. We've volunteered. We've been we've shown up to all of the things. They don't listen. The money is the thing that they're going to have to listen to. And by the way, uh, and we'll get to you, Dee, Dee in just a second here. But uh, well, by the way, I mean when my father was a teacher, and he was an amazing teacher. But back when he taught, back when I was in high school. Administrative staff came to at the most fifteen twenty percent of the of the district staff. I mean, the, the the people working in the schools were teachers in front of classrooms, actually teaching kids mm-hmm. to do things. Uh, today, 
it's more like 50% and in some parts of the country, and I can't speak for Stillwater, but in some parts of the educational industrial complex, administrators outnumber teachers. It's at least 50 to 50 nationwide. Uh, Didi? For for voters... Um everywhere i think the basic thing is you have to hold the feet to the fire and your only option is through pocketbook if you vote yes to additional funding you are voting yes to construction firms you are voting yes to consultants you are voting yes to higher administration wages and you are voting yes to higher union wages you are not if you vote no you are saying yes to kids yes you are and 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 let's make sure we're clear on this i mean how much money in a school district goes to all these ancillary things uh administrative wages are, I mean, pay skills are much higher than teachers. And by the way, people say conservative talk show hosts must hate teachers. Again, leaving my family tree aside, I mean, teachers are very underpaid uh, compared to, to the amount of work they do in the system compared to the frequently useless mouths in the administrative class, not mm-hmm. to mention all the other levels of administration that have been that have gone into the system. And really. Especially in places like Minneapolis and St. Paul, but more and more places like Stillwater, Hopkins, Edina. It's becoming a wealth transfer system, taking money from taxpayers and giving it to the political class, which, let's be honest, the school systems, especially the the unions and the administrative class, are training grounds for the DFL, the DFL's farm team. Um, When you were talking about lower wages, Stillwater ranks among the top 20 Wages for teachers in the state, our average wage is $79,000 per year. Right. And not, not, to, not, not to, to, which is, which is fine yeah. if, if kids are learning. Yeah. It, right. there, there is that too. <laughs> if you're getting diminishing performance for that kind of money, that's certainly of concern. Now, what does the st- superintendent in Stillwater make? Oh, gosh. Anybody know that? I bet it's, you it's well into six figures. I bet you. I bet you it's over two bills, and I know the one in St. Paul is is just out of this world. I mean, well, well up towards two hundred thousand dollars plus a support staff plus a car with a driver. For the love of God, that's a private like a chauffeur. Well, that's pretty to get around between all of their appointments. And so you have to wonder: did our did our education system just get taken over as a jobs program, right? And so when we're talking about you know this doesn't this levy, I I can't support it. I've I've I voted yes on all the other levies. You know the last bond, no way. But levies, yes, that's just a no brainer. It's a knee jerk. It's what you do, right? Um, But when you look at the threat list, the districts are throwing out there. If you don't vote yes, we are going to take away the da da da, and they list the things that are most harmful to children. And I, to me, I think that says more about the district than it does about the people who vote no. But it also, you know, the, the biggest argument is, well, teachers will lose their jobs. Well, I, I obviously don't want people to lose their jobs, but is this a jobs program or is it an ed- academics program? And watching the way, as, as you both seeing it in the video, following some of the news coverage and hearing your stories about these school board meetings, I remember the first time, though I should say the last time I saw a, a meeting like that, it it was on The Sopranos, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like yeah, it's extortion. Yeah, it's it's like a mob racket. Yeah. It is like a mob racket with the, some of the same motivations involved. So let's focus for uh, a bit here on what parents can do, whether you're in Stillwater or wherever you are, because this is coming to your district. as well. If it hasn't already taken over your district, mm-hmm. hello, Minneapolis, St. Right. Paul, Edina, Osseo, Maple Grove, Anoka, Hennepin. South Washington. So, all mm-hmm. of them. All of mm-hmm. them. Uh, let's let's talk about what people are. obviously uh jessica johnson you are running for school board and you're running into the belly of the beast here i have to assume the stillwater school board is largely as it is now largely on board with the the racket that exists uh yes i'd like to point out um that one parents and community members need to pay close attention as to what's going on if you remember the bridge to excellence was the reason we were giving the last the approval on the last levy, but <clears throat> apparently the bridge fell, and um, there's no excellence any longer. Yeah, it's a light rail to adequacy here, so <laughs> if right. you're lucky. So, uh, so, so that's that's one of the things that we need to do. We need to get good people whose hearts are in the right place and and who's and who can read a ledger sheet and and read uh, read results mm-hmm. to to start bringing some sanity back to public education which means you can't be the only one out there running for school board it's a tough job but someone has to do it right and when you're when you're reading the communications from the school and you're listening to your children and you're seeing the results on their report card you should start to ask some questions um you know why is it that my brilliant child is 
failing something that seemed so simple to him at home and start talking to the teachers. And what I found is that there's no accountability there, that um, all the blame is put on the parents and and the students. And in my in my opinion, we have our role, and I'm proud to take that role on. However, um, when my child leaves and goes to school, yeah. they're under their care, and I would like it if they upheld the um, rules that they put in place that I fight so hard for my children to follow when they are at home. Yeah, absolutely. And and by, and, and that's uh, there's a whole other conversation to be had there that we do not have time for. But uh, we're, we're talking about what parents can do to help. If you're in Stillwater, uh, what, let's talk about how people can help so, uh, save our save our so public education, Sandy. One of the one of the things I really suggest people do, even if you don't have children in the schools, and so in 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 our district, it's you know eighty percent of the, the the taxpayers do not have a direct benefit. They do not have students in the schools. We just subsidize this huge beast. Right. Um, and so a lot of them feel like that it's not their place to to have a say. Um, but I would disagree with that. Number one, you're financing it. But number two, th- that's your future too, right? You, yeah. That is your community and, and you are involved in that. Um, so that 80% needs to get involved. The district is marketing heavily to the families that are in the schools and they literally bank on people not showing up. They think they can pass that levy with a 20% and just hammer. And then the rest of the people will just be unaware, stay home and think that counts as a no vote when you need to actively vote no. And the polls are open now. You can do early voting now. And people don't know what they don't know. And every time we talk to somebody new who did not know this was coming up, they say, oh, gosh, no, I don't support that at all. And so the problem is we just have this like, um, you know, uh, low budget, right? We're just a bunch of regular old people. We don't have the thousands of dollars that the union has pumped into the pro levy campaign. So anybody who wants to help us spread the word or donate so that we can buy some signs and, you know, let people know is... It's it's crucial because people want to know and they want yeah. a change, but they need the information. And they came up through a Minnesota that for a long time there had justifiable reason to be proud of the public, public mm-hmm. education system. And wake up, folks. Those days are long behind mm-hmm. us, D.D. Armstrong. Um, I would say that I, if you live in Egan, if you live in White Bear Lake, if you live in, in South Washington County, if you live in Hibbing, you need to be aware of who's on your school board. Yeah. You need to go to your school district's website and pull up the school district budget. You need to attend the meetings. You need cheeks and seats because yeah. that's the only way that they feed the school board and administration feels any kind of pressure. For a long time, we, like you said, we have believed that education was all going wonderfully. Yeah. And until eyeballs are on it, um, they'll just keep going about their merry way. And, and the kids are not um, excelling. They're not. And, and you can see the results in places like Stillwater, for the love of God. Yes. Stillwater, Edina, Maple Grove, places places that 20 years ago were, seen, it, were the places where parents were pulling up and heading out of the first tier of suburbs, too, to get that, uh, that that good education. That's a thing of the past, and it's time to wake up and smell the coffee. And these are this is one of those things where it's going to take a whole lot of people getting involved. Or the whole thing's going to fall down. Correct. And, and, yes. and you're seeing people voting with their feet, as a number of you already have, uh, Sandy and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Jessica. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, Sandy, you, you had a— Yeah, well, one of the—as far as people getting involved, and you can see it really ac- across the, the, the nation. There's a lot of moms involved, right? And, and that's yeah. kind of a talking point now, right? Moms are going to, you know, change the world, and, and, and we should. Um, but what I'm noticing is a lack of dads— and a, okay. a lack of a lack of men involved. When this lunatic right hurt my daughter, yes, um, I cannot tell you how grateful I was to have our friend there yeah. who stood up for my daughter. And I just, um, you know, and I'm sorry that he was assaulted. You know, as a result of it. I mean, I'm sure he's okay. But the um, the issue. I don't think people would act as poorly as they do. Yeah. And, and I honestly think the issue would be done. If if there were more men involved and I'm all yay women, right, I'm all about it. Yeah. But I really do feel like there's this uh, a, a non-balanced representation at these meetings. And I, I kind of wonder what's up. with that. Well, and, and of course, the fact that they respond with what could be described as misogyny, uh, mm-hmm. if we're directed at anybody else, is, is a little puzzling. I yeah. didn't think the other side did that sort of thing. Yeah. So in other words, you'd need dads to show up and be your goon squad. Fine. I'm with you there. <laughs> uh, and, and I certainly did my well, share I of that. It shouldn't be violent anyway, I but I, I do feel like that that presence is Deterrence stronger. Deterrence helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, if you're a Stillwater area father and you care, and, and by the way, speaking as a father who is intensely involved in his kid's education, 
educated and trying to get his kids a decent education. I'm, I'm here to say, yeah, dads, now is the time to step up because you're not going to get a mulligan on, on, on these years of your kid's life. That is, that is going to be staring you in the face any old time here. Let's wrap it up. Any last things that people have? First of all, uh, get out and vote for Jessica Johnson. In the, you've got to write it in. It's not going to be on the ballot. You've got to write it in. It's, this is going to have to be something you pass around by word of mouth. Uh, so, Jessica, best of luck. When's the election coming up? November 2nd. November 2nd. Good, good. Just testing. Uh, <laughs> so write in Jessica Johnson. Uh, any other last words to mention the audience, Jessica? Um, I just want to point out that currently on the ballot are two candidates, Pete and uh, Hovland, and Hovland dropped out. So Pete is currently running uncontested if you don't write me in. Ooh, yeah, can't have that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sandy, the uh, Save Public Education, Rescue Public Education needs money. You're being outspent zillions to one by the school board and the teachers' union. Yeah, the the union has has more dollars, um, and they have a ready-made list and ready-made activists. And so, you know, we could use some support. And if you don't have the dollars, that's fine. We'll take your time. Absolutely. Uh, Dee Dee Armstrong, we've got about 15 seconds here. What else can we do? Go to www.votenow834.com. Volunteer, get a yard sign, tell your neighbors, we'll get you the material. VoteNo834.com. I will post all these things at shotinthedark.info shortly here. We are way over time, but thank you all. Jessica Johnson, uh, Sandy Hayner, and uh, Dee Dee Armstrong, thanks for coming thank out here. You. Best of luck thanks on November 2nd. Any developments, let me know. And, uh, yes, Stillwater Area Fathers, get out there, represent, deter mischief shall we say that's that's the thing we want to get thank you ladies for coming out here it's been a pleasure we'll do this again thank sometime. you Be northern alliance am 128 the patriot one more segment to go meaning the fun has barely begun go nowhere we'll be right back am 1280 the patriot salmon fishing in alaska at an amusement park in green bay or taking a stroll through loring park We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Napa know-how. At Napa, buy a five-quart jug of Mobile One motor oil and save $10 on a pair of wiper blades. It's the perfect autumn deal. Mobile One for colder weather, new wipers for the rain, and an extra $10 to buy Halloween candy you'll most likely eat yourself. We're not judging. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating locations. Does not include taxes and fees. Advertised sale price not available in some states. Ends 1031-21. It's to end at a grilling season, and Premier Pool and Spa has huge deals right now on all their Louisiana grills. No way. You mean like when they sell the toques for cheap during the spring because you don't really need them to cover your noggin when the weather's warming up, right? Absolutely correct, bro. Oh, but wait a minute. Fall's like prime smoking season. You can still grill and smoke year-round with the Louisiana Grill, right? You know it. The Louisiana Pellet Grill from Premier Pool and Spa is both a grill and a smoker. And they got these amazing winter smoker covers, so you can even use them when it's like below zero. So the grilling season never really ends, but I still get those low-end-of-season prices, right? You got it, plus a free 40-pound bag of pellets with your purchase and free bucket liners and a fancy grill cover if you buy one at the top-of-the-line models. Hey, so don't wait. Get your own Made in America Louisiana Grill at end-of-season prices, plus all those extra goodies at Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen. Louisiana Grills, you deserve it. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com.
1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I've got about three and a half minutes here and about 65 minutes of content to get to here. So I'm going to have to. My good friend uh, from high school, Stu, in uh, the greater Fargo area, uh, writes uh, Mitch, this country with the current president, uh, Brandon, and his lame administration has uh, so many recent shortcomings. Stu would like to hear from some of my left wing listeners on what they like about life under Joe Biden if they don't understand topics like the border wall or <laughs> the lack thereof, the, the invasion, frankly, at the border, inflation, people going back to work is blamed on COVID, which which he was supposed to fix, he said. Uh, Stu in the, the greater Fargo area wants to know what positive results Biden, a career politician, has brought to the table in this last, it's only been 10 months, feels like three years. It feels like we should be getting ready for the, 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 the next presidential election. It's only been, it hasn't even been a full year yet, has it? We're we're a month shy of a year anniversary at this point, aren't we, from the election itself? Wow, Stu, uh, appreciate it. great uh, one of my uh, high school classmates and therefore one of the closest people in the world to me in so many ways. Uh, asks uh, my first of all, Stu, thanks for asking. I don't know that I have much of a left wing audience because let's be honest, progs don't listen to the opposition. They pretty much stay in their echo chamber and 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 focus on their own side of things they they have no idea I, progressives in the twin cities I, I it's a phenomenon i've called urban progressive privilege this idea that you can come up through a school system through a post-secondary education system through a career and a neighborhood and every social structure in your life and never be exposed to conservatism as anything but a cartoon a contemptible car uh, a, a a cartoon that oozes contempt and never have a realistic appreciation of what the other side is. Ergo, I don't know that I have much of a, of a progressive audience, but if they're out there, I'd love to have them answer your question. What is it about life under Joe Biden that makes you, uh, that, that you actually appreciate? Uh, Heather, uh, in the far southwest burbs, I check out the uh, curriculum called Core Knowledge. Focuses on the three R's: history, science, literature. There's a lot of great uh, curricula out there for private, sometimes charter schools. There's some excellent charter schools out there, by the way, that have not completely gone uh, the way, <laughs> surrendered to the barbarians, uh, as well as homeschooling. I mean, there are curricula out there packaged for homeschool pods. In other words, groups of parents in a neighborhood who decide they want to team up on homeschooling the kids. It's an option that I would have gone for in a heartbeat had it existed and been available to me when I had two kids in especially junior high school when we pulled up and out of the public school system. Of course, uh, I did not have that option at that point, so there you have it. Monica uh, from, I believe, somewhere in the southwest Burbs writes, remember there are multiple other great school options in Stillwater that include great charter schools, New Heights, St. Croix Prep. Uh, plus parochial options as well. And parochial schools will work hard to get your kids in there. I have also known parents who've, I know a, a, a family of Hmong immigrants who are where they both parents worked full time, and the mom's job or one of the parents' job went entirely towards sending their kids to De La Salle uh, because they were that committed to their kids. Now, St. Croix Prep, great charter school. I, I'm not as familiar with New Heights because I've been out of the charter school game since my kids got out of high school. But my kids were in charter school. St. Croix Prep is an excellent charter school. And you know how good it is because the media was trying to shoot them down so hard five or six years ago. So, you know, they're taking flack. They're over the target. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for uh, coming by. Jack Tomzak up next. Uh, God bless you all. God bless America. threatens everything in its path when it threatens our nation and our communities we respond we bring the fight to the front line the army national guard stands ready to face the dangers of mother nature and protect our homes and our neighbors we will always be there when your community needs us the most discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting nationalguard.com sponsored by the minnesota army national guard aired by the minnesota broadcasters association and this station Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, 
My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. Dinesh D'Souza can teach you a thing or two. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. Where have we heard that before? Well, the first time I really heard it was during the hostage crisis. Remember uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, in which this superpower, America, is just being humiliated day after day after day? Well, those days are here again. The Dinesh D'Souza Podcast, available on SalemPodcastNetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are heard. What makes successful investors successful? There are a few traits shared by some of the great ones of our time. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing those attributes and sharing what you can do to set yourself up for success. Wouldn't you like to know if you're on track? Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or you can call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Happy. Happy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.